All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oilers Nation After Dark begins now. Welcome to another edition of Oilers Nation after a loss. Thank you for joining us together today. We are all going to get through this as a family together. Once again, we are live from inside the Sports Closet Studio where I can't even keep track of the YouTube comments in this chat because they are flying in right now. Oh my, I'm seeing a wide range. I'm seeing a little bit of positivity. Shout out, Sergeant Battle. I do agree with a couple of things you've been throwing in there. But like Isaiah Hoffer says here, it is infuriating to watch. Once again, hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us on the Oilers Nation YouTube channel where you see my pal next to me who is rocking a a very, very nice Edmonton Riverhawks hat and a Blink-182 t-shirt. I'm also rocking a Riverhawks hat. So shout out Kaka. But uh, Zach Lang is here tonight with me. We watched at the office together. So is Gavin. Say hi, Gav. Hi, guys. (laughs) Hi, Gavin. Well, I guess let's start to get into it, Zach. How are you doing after that performance tonight? I'm deflated. I mean, it was a tough one, right? I mean, I thought the Oilers played. I actually thought, by and large, the Oilers actually played a good game. First, they came out. For two periods, right? They came out strong in the first. They got that nice early goal there. Uh, thanks to Evan Bouchard. They were in the game for those first two periods. But, I mean, the third period, it just completely fell off for them. Um, 
Jack Campbell was great in the first two frames as well. Second period, a couple of those huge, huge stops that he had, right? Really kept the Oilers. He made in the a lot game. of good saves. He time. did. He really did. Um, I don't think Jack Campbell was the reason the Oilers lost this game here tonight. Um, but again, it's his third period that the Oilers are struggling with to start the year, and we saw it again here tonight. Yeah, I see in here Occidental said Riverhawks, the only good team in Edmonton. We actually went 18 and 36 this season, but hey. I great I love crowd, that. though. I love great that. Great crowd. crowd. Led, great crowd led, led the league in crowd attendance. So there's that. We're gonna we're gonna spin positive, positive things out of this game any way we can tonight. But like you said, Zach, we'll go through a little bit of the scoring summary presented by Crown Royal. Generosity lives in the small things. That's 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 not small. It's not a small bottle behind me. Lives in the small things. And it doesn't need money or an audience or even acknowledgement. It just needs a few good people. Crown, royal, crown, everything. I got a couple of good people with me, hear me here with me today. God, I didn't want to do this show today. <laughs> I'm in such a bad mood right now. We're going to keep it good. We love Crown Royal. Shout out Crown Royal. So in the scoring summary, we were able to see, dude, we got... We got the start we wanted once again. Once again. We came out firing, not even a minute in. Boom. Evan Bouchard with an absolute boosh bomb from Leon Dreisaitl and Evander Kane, as you see it on your screen here. A goal a minute in. Boys were rolling hot. Boys were rolling, Zach. It was such a positive start. We were loving it. There was a lot of talk of Boosh in the chat before. There's a shit ton of talk about Boosh in there right now. What did you think about the start for the oil? It was perfect. It was. It really was. I mean, it was a great start to the game. I mean, coming out 54 seconds in, a strong first shift to kick off the game. Um, Leon Dreisel, Evander Kane, a couple of apples on that first goal. It was great to see Bouchard activating at the point, letting that shot go. That's something that the Oilers need more from him. I mean, we saw, we've, we all know the, the defensive lapses that a guy like Evan Bouchard can have. Again, this is a guy who is still a young defenseman in the NHL who's really still trying to find his way, you know, in his own zone. People tend to forget that Bouchard is still 24 years old. He's not even in the prime of his career as a defenseman right now. We know, especially for guys like him, the or the defensive side of the game rather can come a little slower. Uh, yep. We've seen the offense that he can produce, and he was doing it on full display again tonight. Ended up the end of the game with a goal and three assists. He was also a dash three for people who like plus minus. Still, um, you know, tough to see Marco Rossi get one back. Yep. For them, seven minutes in, it was a little bit deflating. But then again, by the end of the period, we saw Warren Fogle get on the board with a big goal. But then again, the Oilers coughed up that lead too, which was equally frustrating, right? I mean, we've seen this before again from this Oilers team where they'll score a goal and then they just give one up right away. They take the next shift or two off for God knows why. Uh, it's it's a frustrating thing to, to continuously see. When we were watching today at the office, we had Brett with us today as well. We were so jacked up, you know, for those for those goals, like the Warren Fogle one. And then I think it's like not like 30 seconds later, it's in the back of the net from Ryan Hartman, who, yes, had a hat trick tonight. I'm sure every one of you out there predicted that. But, Gavin, do we have the Warren Fogle first goal? We do. We do. We'll throw it up. We'll throw I it up for the people. Have been absolutely. If there's one guy on the Edmonton Oilers who is showing up and showing out right now, it's Warren Fogle. My pre-lead before we started singing was going to be, is Warren Fogle the best Edmonton Oiler on the ice right now? Because I think he might just have been. Let me know in the chat who you think some of our best players were tonight. Just looking in the chat. I see Cato said, go off, A.A. Ron. We're gonna try and we're gonna try and keep composed here. We're gonna try and keep composed. Occidental said eighteen and thirty six is three point three 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 repeated, better than the Oilers. Hey, 
That's math. That's Quick correct. Math. Quick Genesis math. said Bouchard first goal plus twenty five hundred. Damn, I hope we you get that. love that. Share that next time, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're a family in here. I thought we were all going to share our bets together, which we will get into in just a bit. For Betway 19 plus, please play responsibly. And we will check in with Boardsy's bankroll. Oh, it was oh so close tonight, Gavin. Once again. But boom, there comes the second period. Once again, another super fast start. 32 seconds into the period. And we see Warren Fogelberry, another one, assisted by Zach Hyman and Darnell Nurse. Going into that third period, I was I was feeling good. I was a little concerned. Oh, there it is on our screen once again. Fogel, baby. Hey, Zach, you tweeted that. I know that guy. Hey, I know that guy. That's we me. know that guy's guy. right here. That's me. The man, the legend, Zach. Oh, Look at the that. Clips. And then things started to get a little crazy. I think one of the absolute highlights of the game that I see we have here, Gavin, it's the Evander Kane. Fight. Once again, back-to-back games with an Evander Kane fight. We, it's kind of everything that we've been talking about. We want to see. We wanted to get that, him to get that juice back. And he's showing that now in back to back games. We'd love to see it. We want some Evander Kane physical presence. We want, I want you to affect the game in any way Another possible. Another huge positive. This shift was by, I don't know, was, who was the other guy who ran Derek Ryan? Derek Ryan was getting absolutely beat up on that <laughs> shift. Was, as we all know, resident number one Derek Ryan fan on planet Earth. He sent me a Snapchat during, right after that happened, and he was just freaking out, yelling, um, we need to fly down to Minnesota right now to go kick some ass. He was losing his mind at that. You don't go for DR or Waz is going to be on you. We love seeing KI. The one thing I did really love in that fight is when you saw Vander Kane scrapping, and he got his hand behind the helmet, and he just, just pulled that thing off. off and ripped it off. And then, once again, I don't really love seeing it, but... He crashed into the ice without a helmet pretty damn hard. But Zach, Evander Kane, I thought was pretty was pretty good tonight. I noticed him all over the ice, at least. He was way more noticeable than he has been in previous games. What's your breakdown on Evander Kane this evening? Yeah, again, this is a guy who missed a significant portion of last season, right? Where we've, we've talked, well, not us specifically, but the, the, there's been talk about, you know, a guy like Connor Brown, right? Mm-hmm. We see the slow start that he's had. Uh, Alina actually wrote a tremendous article today at Oilers please go read that uh she does great work for us where she kind of dove into what's kind of been going on for him and some comments from jay woodcroft about you know we have to be patient with a guy like connor brown same thing i think with a guy like evander kane for sure you know the wrist injury was massive last year Mm -hmm. people tend to forget that he also busted up his ribs pretty bad Mm -hmm. not long after he came back um he didn't play a full season last year and he's still trying to find his way back sorry i think this is a game that really could be a spark for him Right. Yeah, you know, he definitely. gets on the board early. He logged almost 20 minutes Richard. of ice time today. Almost 20 minutes of ice time. He's got the Gordie Howe hat trick. He's a guy that the Oilers need to get going. Jay Woodcroft said uh, in a Monday press conference, um, he wanted to see Evander Kane shooting the puck more. Evander Kane, uh, three shots on goal today. That's probably got to be pretty close to a, a season high for him so <laughs> far this year. He hasn't really been shooting the puck a lot. So, yeah, hopefully he's a yes, guy who a can. Second high so far this year. Yeah, he logged five against Philly, but still, he's putting the puck on that now. And, like, he just has that juice back, like I was saying earlier. So, love to see that out of Vander Kane. And that five against Philly, you show me those five shots. Exactly. Because I don't remember no, him that five times. <laughs> I'm just catching up in the chat here. We are flying right now. And if you don't know, we got 170 of you in here right now. The like goal is always going to be 97 until Connor comes back. I need you to 
Put all of your positive energy into this chat. I see Sergeant Battles doing a great job of that right now. Smash that like button, and hopefully we're going to see Connor McDavid back on the ice very soon. Because Warren Fogle has your best player on the ice. Hey, no shot to Warren Fogle. He was fantastic tonight. He was buzzing. But I don't really want him to be my best player. Uh, Shout out to number one fan here in the chat. For A, he keeps saying a Vandalorian. I kind of I I like that. I haven't really heard that one before. That's new. I appreciate the creativity. And Gavin, I'm pretty sure number one fan said in the pre-gaming chat before you did for an Evander Kane Gordiao hat trick. Yeah, I know. And then I even mentioned like you can actually bet that on Betway. So honestly, number one fan, I hope you hit that because you would be a rich, rich man this evening. And then continuing with the Crown Royal scoring summary, I honestly might need to take a swig out of this thing before we finish this. Things got out of hand, and they got out of hand fast. Yep. 38 seconds in, Ryan Hartman scores again. Then it's Matt Zuccarello. Actually, on that Ryan Hartman goal, I got to say, man, the pass from Kaprizov to Zuccarello to off of his skate right into the middle of the ice. I know Ryan Hartman standing in the middle of the ice completely untouched. That's a theme for the Edmonton Oilers. We will touch on that in just a bit. But that pass from Matt Zuccarello, that was absolutely filthy. Yeah, it was nasty. Yeah, it was. I mean, you can't you can't really be too upset about that one. I mean, it's like what what are you gonna do? It's just one hell of a play all around. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a tough one to see go in, but credit where it's due. That was a one hell of a play. As I said, Matt Zuccarello buried after the uh, the Hartman one, assisted by Kaprizov and Hartman. I have Kaprizov on my fantasy yeah, team. Yeah, let me hear. And I'm playing Gavin. Today, yep. So I guess it's not all bad. It was a double-edged sword for you tonight. Then it was Joel Erickson Eck for the third goal of the period. Don't worry, it got way worse. He was able to just stand in front of the net, completely untouched. I keep saying it every Oilers nation after loss. Clear the front of the net, for the love of God. Like, how does that even happen? He's able to make the quick in net. Don't get me wrong. It was a nice, in-tight move from Joel Erickson Eck. He's having a hell of a season but somebody go put a cross check into your spine. I don't care what it is. Get him out of there. Then there was a little bit of life. Evander Kane was able to bury on the power play. I believe this evening the Oilers went one for five on the power play. So a little bit of a downgrade for us. But hey, you can never really complain about a nice power play goal. Then it was Ryan Hartman. Capped it all off. Capped it all off. Look at that. There's a nice pun there on the go. Shout out Gene. He's able to get the hat trick, the the visual of Campbell just standing in his net, just hunched over, pouring water all over as the hats came down all around him. God, I hated that. And then, of course, it's Marcus Foligno who scores the empty netter after he gives the ultimate. I guess I don't necessarily want to – it's not a cheap shot, but as we saw in the third period there, him and Vinny DeHarnay getting in a little bit of a scrum – in my opinion, Felino reached over that net with his glove off, and he absolutely popped Vinny in the yeah. face. Vinny lost his mind, chased and the ref, after and him. And let him. Once again, and, and I said, ref, who are you trying to protect? Like, I exactly. don't, when a man is chasing after another grown man around the ice like that, if you're trying to protect anyone, protect yourself, get the hell out of there, and let him go, especially at that point in the game. We really wanted it. You could see on their way to the penalty box. Marcus Foligno had a few choice words for Vinny DeHarnay that I can't repeat, but it was very clear what he was calling him. It starts with a P. You can go with that from there. And in final numbers, the Oilers were outshot 31-28. Yes, for anyone who rode with Boardsy's bankroll, we had over 30 and a half shots on goal tonight. 
So even while the game was kind of out of hand there, we, we still had something to compete for. But sadly, it did not go our way. I don't know about you guys, but I think it's time to dig into the good, bad, and oily presented by time. Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and it's deleting these memories from tonight. But besides that, it's making new ones on Thursday night, maybe even Sunday. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. All right, Gavin, let's let's start positive here. Let's, let's start with the good. There was there was plenty to be good tonight, and we went with Warren Fogle. Easy I choice, keep saying it sure. here. I thought he was the best Edmonton Oiler on the ice tonight. He's all over the place. Couple moments with that seven. You kind of fool yourself that it might be somebody else. It's not. Zach, what did you think about Warren Fogle's performance tonight? I believe his stat line is just a beautiful two goals, minus three, whatever. Three shots on goal. I think everybody's a minus when I'm looking at this right now. A lot of dashes. Thoughts on Warren? You know what? I, I've been a fan of Warren Fogle for a while now, dating back to last year. You know, you look back at his time in Carolina, he was a great depth player for them. 20 goal scorer who could play all situations all over the ice. And he's starting to really settle into his own here in Edmonton. I think this is a guy who can play in the Oilers' top six. Uh, I think he's showing that here in this brief sample size of six games that we've seen this season. Um, the line as a whole unfortunately struggled the great was that you know we saw two goals from warren fogel that line also gave up two goals so they were even in terms of five on five goal share uh they only controlled 42 percent of the shot attempts tonight which is not a great number you look at the evander kane dry settle yanmark line they controlled 66 percent mcleod holloway brown they controlled 77 percent. so that was despite scoring two goals tonight kind of a weak link line for this oilers team um Minnesota is a very good team. They are a very strong defensive team. Historically, at least, uh, we've seen this season, Minnesota's had some struggles. They gave up a lot uh, of shots. I, they did, and they did tonight. They have all year. Um, but again, you know, credit where it's due to them. They really kind of buckled down when they needed to in the third period and came out with uh, one hell of a period. Yeah, I see. There's some positive in here. A Park hockey fanatic said there was a lot of effort tonight, not worth shitting on players over. Number one fan said good Kane, soup and Fogel. Yep, I agree with those three. 100%. Andrew said Fog Daddy for the win. Fog Daddy, that's right. Now, like you said, when he was on Carolina, when we made the move to get him, I thought he was going to be the perfect depth piece addition, not too expensive. And while last year it didn't really start the way we wanted, we keep saying it. It was about 20 games left in the season. Something, something flipped in Warren Fogel, and he's a different man. Yeah, he really was. He really turned it on last year during the season. But you guys might be shocked, and fans might be shocked to know this as a whole, but Warren Fogle has been good since he came to the Edmonton Oilers. I thought he's been a really strong possession player for the Oilers, even in a depth role. You know, he's kind of been bit by a lack of scoring and a lack of offense, you know, not only in his game, but his line mates. The Oilers' depth scoring has been as a whole has been an issue for this franchise for for a long number of years. Uh, it's great to see Fogel kind of getting his dues here now uh, and finding the back of the net. I mean, both of his goals, tremendous shots on both of them. He's got a great release, mm -hmm. and it's nice to see him utilizing that um, because the Oilers, as we all know, need more goals. For a guy like Fogel to step up with McDavid down with this, uh, this injury here, uh, I thought was a really, really great sign. Yep, I really couldn't have said that better myself. I see Jonah in here asked, where's my British daddy, Liam? He's probably eating an entire thing of bananas in bed right now, trying to get over yeah, that one. Them for sure. I hope he put down his phone and 
Hey, maybe he'll pop in here and throw in a banana emoji. But as always, Gavin, with the good comes the comes bad. the bad. And there was there was enough bad tonight, but we decided to go with the Edmonton Oilers third period collapse. But however, we did score a third period goal tonight. Shout out to Vander Kane, so you can stop rubbing that statistic in my face. Yep, we but scored it was, the one, but we were outscored five to one. Yeah, period. any period where you're gonna give up five goals against. Probably not going to win a lot of hockey games. Any period that you do that's pretty bad, but doing that in the third period, who would have thought? Not not a very effective move. Not Things got time. out of hand real fast in that third period. What if Andrew Kane did score? I mean, we all immediately had juice. Yeah, we got I, a little bit of life back. I shot up out of my chair and started yeah, you screaming, and I both. I'm alive! I'm alive! I felt like a new person. Get our second win. And it's gone, and it was quickly, quickly gone. Zach, break it down for me. What went wrong for the oil in the third period? You know what? I I I... I think what it was was they just weren't necessarily ready for Minnesota to come out so heavy on that first shift. Um, they did a great job cycling the puck, and then you know the Oilers couldn't clear it out of their own zone, and then all of a sudden there's that one bounce, and Hartman's able to find the back of the net. Right? That was just it. Really was kind of just a bad bounce off the skate, a lucky bounce off the skate, um, but obviously a very deflating one for this Oilers team because Zuccarello came out and scored six minutes later. And then the real dagger for me was the Joel Erickson yeah. goal, right? Yes. Just letting him walk in there was... Yes. That was some really soft defense by Cody Cece in front of the net there. is a guy who has to be a strong defensive defenseman for the Oilers. Um, what else is he if he's not that? Exactly. Yeah, he's right? not contributing we, offensively, like, so you, man, you better lock it down on the back end here for us. Exactly. And we've seen him struggling to do that now for a couple of seasons here for the Edmonton Oilers. It's obviously a point of concern. He's got another year left on his contract, paying him $3.25 million. You know, you can't be expecting the world out of a guy making that amount of money. But at the end of the day, the Oilers continuously play this guy on the top pairing. And it's starting to become a very confounding and confusing thing for me because we're seeing him continuously struggle. We're seeing him and Darnell Nurse together continuing to struggle. Uh, why the Oilers have this affinity to continuously go back to them all the time, it just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, this team needs to put some more trust in some of these younger defensemen, a guy like Philip Roberg, who I thought had another I thought he had good a fine game. game today. He's had some very good games to start the year here they got to give him a little bit more leash here and start to really see what he can do uh, with a couple more minutes of ice time a night because uh, the Oilers really need it. You know, Broberg's only played 9-16 here tonight. Uh, that was the lowest of of any defenseman, uh, second lowest of any player behind Adam yeah. Ernie. Um, <laughs> this is a guy that the Oilers drafted early. They drafted him high. And he has a small sample size. I think he's only played now 74 career games in the NHL. He's 22 years old, like... This is the point in time where, like, I keep thinking about Philip Broberg in like Oscar Clefbaum sort of terms, right? Clefbaum yeah. took time handsome. to develop. For Equally sure, he's handsome. I'm sure Philip Broberg's got a great set of abs on him too. We, have, oh, I don't 100%. think we see Isn't them. that confirmed? And that goes without saying. I'm pretty sure that's confirmed. Right? Let me know in the chat. Is it? Yeah, I think <laughs> so. Can he? At home, that's the guy. That's the Swede whose abs we need to see. Yeah. I digress. Enough about the abs. Well, well, we can go on. <laughs> but. Point being, what I'm trying to get at here is that with Philip Broberg, he's at this point in his career where it's kind of this like make or break point. For sure. Which is weird to say for a guy who's 22 yeah, years old. Yeah, for only 22 years because old. Because yeah. he could still go on and probably will go on to play another 12, 13, 14, 15 years. But it's just a NHL. place where we're at for the Edmonton Oilers, right? And that's what it comes down to because we're not, we can't be patient with Philip Broberg because we need that guy to step in and be that guy for us. Absolutely, Gavin. Right? Yeah, absolutely, right? He's got to step up. And the Oilers have to trust him to step up. And I think. 
you know, we're getting to a point where the Oilers coaching staff needs to put some more trust in him because he's he's playing some good hockey out there right now. I understand why they want to roll seven defensemen. Uh, I mean, obviously they have to because of the cap constraints. The Oilers are in a position where they do not have the cap space to recall a player right now. Um, that is a position yeah, we're a little that, handcuffed. We're a little handcuffed. It's a position that the Oilers management has put this coaching staff in, and it's not a favorable position. Say what you will about the the good moves of Ken Holland and this you know, management staff has made along the way, but I think it's been a really big blunder for them to not address some of these other depth spots that they really, really need to. Yep. Especially in the forward ranks. Yep, definitely. I just got to keep up to date here with this chat because it's absolutely firing right now. I see Josh Human said, the only way to get rid of Nurse would be to bundle him with someone like Kane. For the last time, we're not getting rid of Nurse. It's not going to happen. No. Quit wasting the energy with your fingers and typing that. It's falling on deaf ears here. I see a couple other things here. Genesis said Broberg looked good. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Tonight, Glenn said Broberg had some defensive awareness at least. And then Salty Dylan said, give Broberg Bouchard's minutes. And then where did I see this final buzzer? Said Broberg has no effect. What are you talking about? I love I love all the fans who can't agree in this chat. Like the video, be sure to. Once again, this is really good. I see Lance said McDavid was invisible. Lance, I see you also keep asking if you can come to Oilers Nation HQ to watch the game. That's a question that is above my pay grade. You'd have to ask Jay that. I I don't know. I don't think I don't think I'm allowed to bring guests on my own. What are you cackling at over there? I got a text from Wanye watching the post-game show. Has anyone considered freaking out? Love Wanye. Wanye, I think everybody's freaking out a little bit right now. Yes. Um, yes, everybody's kind of freaking out. I said it before this on pre-gaming. If we were to drop this one, I was officially, I had the drawer open to the panic button. I'm not pressing it, but not I yet. have it in my hand now, and I'm putting it down in front of me 
to it's see where standby. we're at. I see it's a ton standby. of people in here talking about Evan Bouchard for the bad. Don't worry. We're going to dig into Evan Bouchard in just a minute. My boy Zach here says he's got some positive and optimistic vibes he's going to be giving off to defend Bouch. So I want you all in the chat ready to give it. Finally, the oily Gavin. It's the Kane Gordy Howe hat trick. You don't see it. that very often. You don't get to see a man rip another man's helmet off from behind his head. We thought Kane was everywhere. I see a lot of people in here agree. We kind of already touched on it. Evander Kane, is he back? Too soon to say. Yeah, I mean, I it's it's all it's far. I set too you up there. To say. You did set me up. <laughs> set me up well. Uh, look, I, I mean, again, get in Zach's Twitter right now and tweet him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Add <laughs> ZJ Lang. You know where to find me. You all know where to find me. Um, no, you know, I think we're at the point here with 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 Vander Kane. Like I said earlier, uh, just have to be a little bit patient here. We just he's gonna find his game. He's gonna find his stride. Um, he, he's a guy again who's kind of got to get himself engaged in games to really get going. And I think against Winnipeg on Saturday, uh, obviously against Minnesota here tonight, he was very engaged in both of these games. Uh, physically, the hits, the the fights. Um, obviously the goal assist here tonight. I think this is a guy who could really turn it around hopefully sooner rather than later, because as we all know, uh, we'll be life without McDavid for at least one more game. Hopefully yeah. that's going to be it. Hold out hope, hold out hope, right? Uh, hope will never die. Um, as we've said here for decades, <laughs> um, but you it's know, not dying. it's not, not dying. dying. It never will. It never, never will die. Um, but again, yeah, I think Kane's a guy that, that obviously is going to need to step up here for the Oilers. And I think it was a, a really good sign tonight that, uh, he was able to do that. I see Kennedy is in here. She comes back in and said, I was told y'all were talking about cleft bomb. Yes, we were at Kennedy. We were talking about the all abs Swedish team for the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. It's really, all I got for Vander Kane. I see number one fan said his wrist is working well. Hey, if he can punch another man in the face that hard, I think it's, I think it's feeling all right. Yeah, I mean, again, like this is there was that was a serious injury. He said this offseason, the start of the year here, yeah. he still doesn't have full feeling in his his hand and his wrist yet. It hasn't impacted his ability to to shoot the puck or anything, or or obviously to fight, right? Um, so I think that should be taken as a very very good sign of of where he's at right now and. And again, hopefully he can uh, kind of turn the corner here. I loved seeing Evander Kane and Patrick Maroon getting a little chirp off, a little chirp yeah, battle the in there. there. I'd love to be in between I, those benches. I know forgot Maroon was on the wild. I, I forgot know. that he signed yeah. there. Hey, was, he had a, a chance there, with a wide open cage. Yeah. And while it was a great save from Jack Campbell, I also think it might have been missing the net. But either way, we'll never know because Jack stopped it. So there we go. Jack as well. He's already have, might have two leading candidates for save of the year, which I think is pretty fantastic. So... Continuing with that, we're going to get into our DoorDash hot and cold performer of the game for a limited time. Our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25. I can tell you from personal experience, this code does work and this code can get you a little Wendy's, can get you a little Crown Royal, get you whatever you want. So my hot performer of the game tonight, we're going to go around the room. I mean, it's tough. We already said Warren Fogle for the good. We've already kind of touched on Evander Kane. So my good, and it might sound crazy in a game where you allow six goals, but I'm going to say that my good was Jack Campbell this evening. He made so many great saves to start this game. It got a little away from him in the third period. Beggars can't be choosers. Uh, it's it's so tough to find positives in here tonight, Zach. Who would be your hot performer of the game? 
Um, obviously, Fogel is is the easy answer here for me. We, we talked about him. He was the good, right? That's the easy way to go here. I actually kind of really liked the game from Matias Yanmark tonight. Yeah. I saw uh, some hate in here, yeah. and I didn't really, I didn't really like that. Oh, there's another one here, Mr. Rob Kent. Yanmark on the first line. WTF? Zach, go off. I again, WTF is the very right and correct answer here to have from <laughs> Matias Yanmark being on the first line. Um, Just rub your eyes, like what? I I know. I I was very confused when I saw the lines this morning. But you know what? It, it, it kind of worked, at least for tonight here. Um, Matias Janmark led all Edmonton Oilers forwards and forwards and or all, sorry. Take two. Take two. Matias Janmark led all Oilers forwards in individual expected goal share at five on five. Uh, he was expected to score about half a goal. That's a, that's a good number to have at five on five. So what that means is that Matias Janmark was generating a very high quality scoring chances tonight for the Edmonton Oilers. For sure. That's a really good sign to see. Uh, he, you know, him and the, the Oilers top line really controlled the pace of play all night long, I thought. Um, is he going to stick up there long term? No, obviously not. Um, but again, if he can come in and, and give you some solid saves here and there or some solid games, rather, um, you, you take it for what it's worth. Yeah, exactly. Beggars can't be choosers. And I feel like I'm doing a lot of begging lately. I see the man is in. Liam Horbin is in the chat. He says, all capitals, okay, not good. Allowing five in the third is not good. Very, very, very good analysis there, Liam, number one fan. Ernie was effective, lol. Yeah, he's not. He was noticeable out there. He made a couple plays. Gavin, hot performer of the game for you? Hot performer of the game. I'm going with the other Matias. I'm going with Matias Ekholm. He's getting his feedback. Yep. Obviously, he's a little bit slow coming out of the gate. Obviously, he's dealing with that injury throughout the preseason, but he's getting a lot stronger in the defensive zone. He even had a scoring chance today, so I think he's really coming into his own and like really solidifying the Oilers' back end. So definitely Ekholm for myself. Yep. Now for my cold performer of the game, I think this is what everybody kind of wants to get into. So I'm just going to pigeonhole him into this one right now. It's tough to pick a cold performer who had three points on the night and hit the back of the net. But I know everybody wants to get into it. So I'm going to say Evan Bouchard. For me, it's the continuing theme of not being able to clear bodies in front of you. Or, for the love of God, that goal against, uh, I believe it went to Hartman in front of the net, the little tic-tac-toe, when I don't even know, there was nobody on him. There was there was guys around him, but I wouldn't say there was anybody on him, and he somehow flubbed that pass off the side of the net, tic-tac-toe, boom, back of the net. Zach, you said before you were going to keep this positive for Evan Bouchard, so the floor is yours. Evan Bouchard giveth, Evan Bouchard taketh. Um, three points for him. He had the goal. He set up Warren Fogle uh, on Fogle's first goal. He had the primary assist on Evander Kane's goal. Uh, look, again, Evan Bouchard, like guys, people, folks, 24 years old. He's a young defenseman. And he's not only just a young defenseman, he's a young offensive defenseman. That is what people need to remember here is that he is an offensive-minded guy. Like you look around the NHL, there are defensemen like him, on a lot of teams in the league, look at a guy like you now Bouchard isn't Eric Carlson level of offense quite yet, but like Eric Carlson isn't necessarily a guy who's known for his strong defense. He's going to have gaps like he's going to have yep. gaps. Every player does. Um, Bouchard is a guy who is going to be cr- crucial, critical to this Oilers team now and into the future. Look at what happened last year when the Oilers traded away Tyson Berry. Okay, they gave. 
Bouchard runway. He played with Matias Ekholm through the rest of the season. And look at the point production that he had at the end of last year. From then into now, from that point in time, he's one of, if not the highest scoring defensemen in all of the NHL. Like that is not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to do to produce points from the blue line. And Bouchard is incredibly, incredibly good at it. Is it frustrating to see him have these gaffes you know, where he's, you know, trying to get a puck in the corner and it bounces over his stick, where he doesn't quite come down hard enough on a, a forward and clear in the front of the net, clear in the front of the net yeah. right? Yes, of course, that is frustrating to see. But like Cody Cece, for the love of God, what were you <laughs> doing on the Erickson at goal, dude? Like, it's the same thing. Yeah, right? it's like, not just Bouchard. It's not just Bouchard. And it's very easy to sit here and be like, oh, Evan Bouchard, Evan Bouchard, Evan Bouchard. But the pros of Evan Bouchard in my eyes have and will forever outweigh the bad that he the the bad that he has in his game. There's a website called hockeyviz.com, advanced analytics site. Okay. Uh, what what this website does is it really breaks down a player as an individual, the impacts that they have uh, on the ice. From Evan Bouchard's rookie season through the end of last year, he was a second pairing defenseman. And this may come as a shock to everybody here, but through six games, he's contributing on the ice, offensively and defensively, at the level of a first-line defenseman, a first-pairing defenseman. like He is a very good defenseman. He's going to have his warts. He's going to have his gaffes. He's going to make his mistakes. No, the Oilers will not be trading Evan Bouchard now or anytime soon. And if they were to ever do that for God knows whatever reason, it would be a mistake. It wouldn't be a deal that the Oilers would win. Yep, and I understand all the – I'm gonna. I think I'm going to take the role of the chat here, kind of a couple people – firing back it's that for me like i appreciate the analytical community but a lot of guys in here right saying it's the eye test it's the it's the everything there and there's a great simpsons quote actually for this zach which is very apparent for the two of us it says statistics can prove anything kent 60 percent of all people know that so i do think that you can turn these numbers into any which way you kind of want but at the end of the day it's the thing i said about darnell or Stuart skinner when he comes out of the net you can play a great game you can play a good game but if you have these horribly horrible visuals of these horrible moves that you make, I understand why fans, that's the only thing that they remember, take away or kind of analyze at the end. But Zach, you are right. Like he is he is an offensive defenseman. That is what he's known for. We're not I think we just everybody here kind of hopes he'd maybe hone in a little bit more on the defensive end. I see DA Whiteley said he needs to focus on the defense part of defense, though. Fair. Kennedy said, I miss Clem. There's a lot of Clem in here. I miss Tyson Berry. Hey, Gina's in here, Gavin. She said, I would give anything to get Tyson back. Shout out, Gina. She got me the signed photo from Brett Kulak. So that's pretty good. And one thing I wanted to touch on, like obviously there are some talks about us bringing a new defensive system coming into this year. Do you think that has anything to do with these per first number of games to start the year? It's actually... Or or do you think like we're kind of overreacting, oh, it's a new system, it's a new system? Or do you think... It could be the issue. So I'm going to reference or refer here to Bruce Kerlock, one yeah. of our writers. He does great work for us at OilersNation.com looking at tactics. He's a, he might be on the Oilers Nation Everyday show tomorrow. Little plug. Oh, well, you're going to have to ask him about this one, Boardsy, because he had some pretty hot fire tweets tonight. Uh, he said on Twitter, uh, and I quote, yeah, we're going to write about the box plus one later this week, referencing the new defensive system that the Oilers put in here. He also added in, I'd also like to write about how this coaching staff was left in the position it was tonight by a management group that signed the players it did and left the cap in a situation it was without any regard 
for players that might get injured. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see what he writes about this because he can speak to the tactical side of the game far better than I ever could. Um, but again, this is a thing that we have to take into consideration here. The Oilers are running an entirely new defensive system. This yes. Year. Uh, we're six games in and evidently there are some warts. Like yeah. it's, it's what? evidently not. I know this, <laughs> hey, may, yeah. this may come as a shock oh to everybody, yeah. but you know, there, there's, at there's, least we can laugh, David. At least absolutely. we can laugh. There's, there's some learning curves that are going to happen here and that are going to come. Um, again, uh, I'll reference to uh, refer to Bruce on this one because I'll be really curious to see what he, uh, he he writes about it all. Yeah, I agree. That's kind of above my pay grade. I'll kind of oh, refer I'll refer to the experts on that one. Let me get my phone. Maybe we'll call up Sean Bell again, see what he can do. We loved having Sean Bell on the show last year. The guy just sees the game way differently than all of us do. I like this comment from Dukes in here. Zach, you'll agree. Wanting to trade a young D-man we've developed after six games in a season is a worse take than something Speck would say. Maybe he just sprayed on everybody right there. I also want everybody, and I'm the one who said, hey, I'm pulling out the panic button. It's not pressed. I have not pressed it. But, guys, there's 76 more games in this NHL season. 100%. We can R-E-L-A-X. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers. I know it's not easy to relax, Frankly, I'm not very relaxed right now, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to practice what I'm preaching. We're gonna take a deep breath. Just keep it in the chat here. Oh man, this is getting ridiculous. Tank for Bedard. I gotta not read these ones out loud. That was last year, folks. Uh it's tank for Macklin Celebrini this year, just in case mm. anybody's wanting to get on that one. No, no, still our ah, year. There's still soon. hope. It will never die. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. Let me know in the chat if there's anything else that uh, we would like us to touch on. I see Salty Dylan. I'm dancing on that panic button. Yeah, I think I gotta go buy like a literal staples button that I can keep right here in case of emergencies and just at old nation HQ there used to be one of those that was easy button. And we'd hit it every time we'd write an article or a piece of content would go up and we'd hit the easy button. Corb seventy seven, where's the relax button? That's right. That's right. Ooh, now we're sorry. talking. Ooh, sorry. Now we're there talking. We go. Panic when Oilers go 8-1-1. One, and one. That's right. What game number can we not relax? That's a good question from Brad Zach. When is it okay to maybe press that panic button? I know you don't have the same view as me. Once again, I haven't pressed it, but I'm taking it out. You don't strike me as very panicked. No. Really at all. No, not at all. I mean, again, we're, we're 7% of the way there, right? let's start getting concerned when we're hitting the 15 to 20-ish percent mark of the season. That's, But again, even still, like, we got to remember, like, what what have the Oilers done in the early parts of the season for the last like ever, right? We, we've Normally seen this from this team. They are they they do not start the season well. They've never really come out to great starts to the season. Uh, we saw it last year, and look at the way that they responded in the second half of the season. Uh, they were significantly better, one of the best teams in the entire NHL. Uh, again, at the end of the day. Under Jay Woodcroft, uh, if you look at points percentages, the Oilers have been one of the best teams in the NHL over a very large sample size. Uh, I don't think they've forgotten how to play hockey here. Um, I think it's just, you know, some shakiness to start the season. They'll they'll find their way. I see a couple things in here. Kennedy talking about the roadcaster that she, we can put buttons on it. Yes, Kennedy, there's already some on there, but she said she'll do it. So I like that. Was said tank for your M Chuck. And then the hashtag Boardsy Bros are back in the chat. As I see my brother Matt said, Pacific was so tight to end last year. All these lost opportunities are going to hurt much later. Yeah, I agree, Matt, but that's future Aaron, and future Aaron will deal with that when it comes. Let's just try and maybe string one good game, then a second good game. 
let's let's baby steps, baby steps here. Um, final sponsor that I want to shout out is Wendy's. You know I'm a big fan of the JBCs. Wendy's is letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year and daily face-off. For those of you who smoke the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that have you savoring the true taste of victory. Well, I like this right up. But if your fantasy team doesn't deliver you a W, get the new Wendy's barbecue bacon cheeseburger delivered to your door so you don't have to show anyone your very real tears. My God, is this ad read accurate to the game tonight? <laughs> so be ready to sign up to play Wendy's Daily Faceoff Survivor. I believe it's starting this week. You'll have to you'll have to keep up to date on Twitter on the Daily Faceoff Twitter account to win weekly prizes like the new barbecue bacon cheeseburger from Wendy's. Available now for a limited time. I actually got one of these the other day. I keep saying it. They got fried onions on that thing. Woo wee! I'm an onion guy. Are you an onion guy? Love me some onions. Yeah, I really do. Onions good on absolutely anything. Let me know what your favorite Wendy's order is. We've kind of tagged them all. JBC's is up here. Wait, let me lower my arm. Wait, there it is. JBC's is here. Everything else is further down here. JBC's is a breed of its I go own. to 100%. Okay, gentlemen. I think that's all I can really talk about that game. So let's quickly flip the page, and we're going to move on to our next matchup. Which comes on Thursday, Thursday night. baby. Another seven o'clock start where the schedule, I don't think, really gets any easier as we will be taking on the New York Rangers. I don't know who's oh, going to be in net ah. for them. I assume it'll be Shesterkin. And if you thought Gustafson played good tonight, well, we're going to see some stuff from Igor Shesterkin. And Zachary, I will start with you. What is your Edmonton Oilers score prediction on Thursday? And don't say six points combined from Connor and Connor. This ain't a Waz TikTok, buddy. <laughs> Y'all know my bit so well. Now. Yeah, I love your bit. bit. I love your uh, bit. Twelve yeah. nothing. Again, I, I, you know, the Rangers are an interesting team. Shesterkin has kind of cooled off last season and into this year to start the year a little bit. Here, he wasn't quite as dominant as he once was. Again, this is a Rangers team that I. I'm, I'm not inherently a believer in the Rangers as an organization right now with where they are, uh, the pieces that they have in place. It, again, you, it's going to be a tough game. Every game's going to be tough right now when you're playing the way the Oilers are. Um, I think the Oilers will be able to bounce back. Let's go with uh, you know, a 3-1 win. Nice. Gavin, what about you? Yeah, and like you said, Zach, like the Rangers definitely have some good pieces. Adam Fox, just Cirque, and I'm going to go low scoring. I'm going to go 4-1 Oilers win. Hey, Matt, if you're in this chat, don't retract your messages. You keep your message in, the, in there, buddy. We saw that. You stick You stick oh. with what you say. Don't you disappoint our extended family right here. Matt's my brother, if all of you haven't yeah, noticed. Yeah, let's get your game predictions in the chat too here, yeah, guys. Yeah, I like these. I'm seeing... I'm seeing some Rangers ones. I'm seeing more Rangers predictions than Three I have. Oilers, I'm, not, I'm not seeing those ones. Uh, oh, Lance, I like that one. I'm a big shutout guy. No, only get, seen, only seen old, the Oilers. Only Oily in here, baby. Yeah. I won't read the other ones. For me, <laughs> I think I'm going to go with a 4-2 Edmonton Oilers victory. I'll preface that with, you'll never see me predict anything but an Oilers victory. Makes sense. That's you and me both, guy, baby. That's guy. You and me both. I am. And I hope everybody else in here is very positive. So, everybody, I message to you. Let's all put our phones down. Let's maybe hop off Twitter for a nice solid 30, 60 minutes. Let's take a breather. Maybe pour yourself a bottle of Crown Royal. Maybe go get a JBC. Or maybe, both. Maybe DoorDash both. Hey, there you go. Maybe call up Alberta Blue Cross. Get some insurance. Hey, do whatever you got to do. Do it all. To get your mind off of this game. 
We are going to have a new edition of Oilers Nation every day tomorrow at noon where Tyler Uremchuk, Liam Horbin, and myself will help. We'll get to sleep on it. It's always tough because in After Dark, you, you're just so fresh off the loss and like you want to say a hundred things, try to tell myself not to. You're going to sleep on it and we'll be back and better tomorrow. You see, my brother said 2-1 OTW. That's right, Boardsy. That's right. So with that, I want to say thank you to everybody in the chat tonight for coping together. I want to give a big shout out to our sponsors, Crown Royal, DoorDash, Alberta Blue Cross, and Wendy's. And hey, I say it all the time. I mean, I know it's a Tuesday night. If you don't work tomorrow or whatever, Greta, Greta Bar downtown. It's going to be a good time there. It's always a good time. Play some Murrow cards, shoot some basketball. Ask for Cade. He's my buddy. He's running the whole place. He'll yeah. hook it up for yeah, you. You guys are boys over he, there now. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's a great dude. He's a great dude. He loves hooking it up. And once again, we might have a little something-something going at Greta on the weekend for some wink. Some Wink. big game or something is going yeah, on. Yeah, something's going on, on Sunday, hey? I don't know, but if Connor McDavid's not playing, maybe he'll be at Greta. <laughs> That's not confirmed at <laughs> no, all. He's going to play. Like he's going to play. He's going to play. <laughs> if he's not Good playing, Good hey, he could be at Greta. We'll see. Thank you, everybody, in the chat. We yeah, appreciate thanks, it. We will talk again, at least with me, Thursday, pre-gaming with Boardsy. The game, I believe, is at 7 p.m., so we'll be going live at 6 p.m. again. Thank you. I love you all, each and every one of you. Get a good night's sleep. Sayonara, everybody. Take care, guys. Best wishes.